The Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. A few things you need to know about our guest, producer Dave Brainerd here on the Mulberry Lane Show. First off, he's nominated for a Grammy for producing Brandy Clark's critically acclaimed album, 12 Stories, which is also up for Best New Artist Grammy. Now, he's produced Jared Neiman, helped him get his record deal, and recently Dave was featured in an article in Rolling Stone magazine. Not bad for a guy who grew up in Omaha. And finally, we have a friend in common, Jimmy Weber, and a shout out to Jimmy for hooking us up for this interview. Back to Dave. Now, when Brandy was singing in the studio and you were behind the controls, did you direct her much? Did you let her just go top down? Did you do verses, choruses individually? How did you approach it? Or was it different for every song? I just basically pushed record and and had the best seat in Nashville every time she (laughs) she opened her mouth. It literally was uh, was such a magical and fun experience. I mean, uh, the way I normally do vocals is I'll, like I said, study the vocal and just let them sing until you get past that point of inspiration, you know? So, uh, and I comp vocals, uh, but usually what I'm trying to do is comp uh, the most unique things of their voice into a comp, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with singers normally that you're not trying to fix it to get it good. (laughs) You're taking great and trying to make it greater by digging up the uniqueness of their voice. With Brandy, a lot of times, I just get a Mick Ultra or, you know, a glass of wine and sit there and push record while she just sang, and sometimes I'd let her go 20 times just because she was having fun or she was, it's not that we needed it, you know. Um, right. Normally what I do uh, is I may focus on just dynamics and okay. trying different things dynamically, you know, maybe getting closer to the mic and singing softer right. or using less pressure here or there. Um, I'm not usually getting into let's get this lick perfect or do this okay. lick or punch this band. They're, they're performances from the top to bottom. Okay, so you're capturing more of a performance than perfection. Mm-hmm, yeah. And capturing the uniqueness. Yeah, and that's, and that's where the comping comes in. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, you perform and then I have the chance afterwards to go through and, and pick, select what I feel is unique about the performance. When you have multiple, multiple takes, is that ever a daunting process? And multiple good takes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever dread that part of it, or is that fun for you? Uh, you know what? It's it's fun for me. I grew up playing uh, Atari and Coleco and <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. a Pro Tools to me, it, it's kind of like a PlayStation game to me. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I really enjoy the editing process. And then <laughs> being the detailed person, do you write down specific notes about every take so that you can go back and find what you're looking for? I don't. I've tried that method. I know some people do that, and I've done that in the past, the lyric sheet and everything. Uh Um, I I normally just let them perform it, put it away for a day. It's a process that I do. Um, I just sort of dig up, you know, lines or words that have a certain air or specialness to it. Uh You know, for me, when I'm engaged in editing, uh, sometimes my left brain gets too involved. And so I, I really just, I step back and then I listen with the screensaver on and and then I make uh, right brain decisions or like oh that that felt good or that felt bad or I don't need to tune that it's better flat or you know right but you know when you get in that zone though you know when you have to pull back yeah 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 it's yeah you can get really uh, visually um, visual editing um, real quick and so you know I know when to sort of do my visual process and I go back and, and try and listen with my ears and my right brain. Uh-huh. 
He says he's a creative with a clean car. He's producer Dave Brainerd, and he's here on the Mulberry Lane Show talking about his recent Grammy nomination for Brandy Clark's album, 12 Stories. Now, in your line of business as a producer, I'm sure you've worked with all types of singers. There's some that belt and sing loud. There are some that are very soft and have a lot of innuendo in their voices. Is there a certain type of voice that you really like to record or that you mesh well with? I guess I, I do better with um, storytellers. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not one uh, that is a vocalist kind of guy. You know, I, I'd rather record Willie Nelson than like... Uh, Christina Aguilera. You know, exactly. I tend to pick singers to work with that are more like that. Brandy you know, Ray, um, and a lot of times when I'm working with singers that have had live experience, it's really a matter of reeling them back from uh, pushing air. Like, uh, to me, okay. I see live performance as you're pushing air through a speaker and you're trying to create energy through, you know, pushing air. Um, to me, on the recording in the studio or, like, on the, on the radio or wherever you hear a vocal, the idea is to actually suck people into your performance, not push energy out to them in yes. a way yeah and, I get and that. so mm-hmm. there's a different technique a lot of it's just coming back on pressure on the vocal pressure and understanding that it's um, that you're going to mix five you don't need to you know blare out over the band you can sort of sing in a certain place at a sweet spot and you're going to be mixed and that'll create more tone yeah the tone when you lay back to me I always find that you get a sweeter tone when you just take a little bit of vocal pressure off uh-huh. and have more dynamics yeah okay true and then how do you pick who you work with? Oh, there's a number of things. Um, it's, I'm a gut guy. Um, there's a certain level of talent, and then there's a certain level of what I call someone who writes or understands their audience, uh, maybe not consciously, but someone that is inherently saying things or singing things or saying songs that are the voice of uh, okay. an audience that exists. I'm not a big fan of um, artists that are um, uh, kind of uh, self-indulgent, a little harsh of a word, but that are so focused on the way they feel. Uh, you know, I always think the world doesn't really care about how you feel. The world, they care about how they feel. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh-huh. So no, I get that. Someone, I, yeah. I, I, there's, there's artists that naturally do that. You know, Brandy, Ray Scott, you know, uh, Jared, they just naturally sing about things that are in tune with some kind of audience that's out there. And so, um, as opposed to the singer-songwriter thing where, it's, you know, here's the hurt I feel and here's what I think and, you know, and and there's a place for that, but the, like who I'm attracted to as an artist is usually someone that has that already in their, um, you Real know, house. they're wired that way. Yeah. With this nomination and Brandy's multiple nominations for the Grammys, this is a different country album than what's been out there for a while. So, where do you feel with this nod? Do you feel country music is changing now? Um, I yep, I, I was delusional about that. Five years ago, <laughs> or, or four okay. years ago, when I worked with Brandy, you know, there's, um, I don't know, I guess I'm not going to presume to do that, uh, but I, I feel like it's kind of more towards where the format could be going. Because um, I always say, I mean, it's when a trend comes to an end, uh, people don't go looking for another trend; they go create another trend. It's it's something that was excellently done. In mm-hmm. spite of the trend, and it's out there when Already. when the trend ends. Like, yeah. like let's say the bro country thing. You know, I, I I have not been a critic of it because I'm I'm really enjoying the fact that that trend is about to uh, die. And uh-huh. in the meanwhile, I've yeah. been working on projects like Brandy and Ray Scott that I feel like can be there in a vacuum when that trend ends, and maybe pick up the um, slack. Maybe yeah. influence. 
the direction of the format. So uh, I don't know. It's always a risk. You just try and do something really, really great. And uh, hopefully when they need something like that to, you know, go that way, you'll be there with something uh, like a brand new array or, you know, there's a couple things. I'm working on now that I try to stay ahead of whatever the trend is. And mm-hmm. and to me, I see everything trending, uh, even if you go more macro and look at culture and pop music. Uh-huh. To me, everything's trending more artisan and more um, organic anyway. Uh-huh. I think country is kind of lagging like it always does. And so uh-huh. at some point, something's going to be in the format and be organic and artisan like a brandy. And um other people will start jumping on that trend. And so she's, she's brand is, uh, you know, kind of a, a trendsetter just by being excellent and uh-huh. uh, true to herself. And that's the way to do it. Growing up in Nebraska, you graduated from Papillion La Vista. What have you brought to your career that you learned growing up in Nebraska? You know what? This is going to sound really funny, but uh, I tell people this all the time. Uh, uh, a lot of my work ethic, a lot of it comes from uh, looking up to Tom Osborne. Okay. Hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I think I that's neat. Process, yeah. His humility and just his stature and everything. Right. And, you know, being in Nebraska, definitely Husker football and Tom Osborne yeah. were a huge influence on me. Kind of defined then, the Nebraska way. Yes, yes. There's something about the Midwestern uh, sort of culture that, uh, you know, gives you a different kind of work ethic. Uh, uh-huh. Well, I know Tom Osborne has inspired a lot of sports figures, but now I guess he can say that he inspired a Grammy-nominated music producer. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, so what's next for you? This year is going to be big. I mean, I'm going to go to L.A. for the Grammy show and a few things. I've been working on the Ray Scott record. We're actually working on another project, too, to supplement his next single that's coming out, which is Ain't Always Thirsty. And... Um, kind of growing that into an imprint or a, a independent label type situation okay. um, and that's a long term thing Decibel Records Decibel Nashville is the name of the label a lot to do I wish there was two of me but uh, <laughs> I, I bet you do I bet we asked Brandy what she was going to wear to the Grammys so we have to be fair and ask you what are you going to be wearing to the Grammys you know I, I'm clueless when it comes to fashion I have a friend of mine who's um a stylist in Chicago that uh-huh. she's coming down to help me pick something out. I don't know, probably just something simple. So okay. we'll have um, to tune in and, and find out, I guess. <laughs> so, yep. Before we um, ended, I wanted to shout out to uh, Jimmy Weber, who's one of my best friends in the world. He's yes. there from Omaha and yep. a big mentor of mine as well. And um, such a, um, he's been such an inspiring uh, friend to have in my life. Yes. And then uh, Tim Beasy, who uh, I wouldn't be in Nashville if, if Tim hadn't sort of shown me that door and then sort of worked with me as a songwriter before I moved to Nashville. That's so, neat. Uh, a lot of love. Well, we found our way to you through Jimmy Weber because he wrote us and said, hey, you guys should interview Dave Brainerd. So, and we were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy, talented guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one final question for okay. you. Since you're a producer and work with Pro Tools all the time and waveforms, do you ever dream in waveforms? Do you ever dream about waveforms at night? I have, yeah, I have, yeah. Allie wanted like validation because that's happened to her, so now she knows she's not crazy. <laughs> no, that's so true. That's, uh, yep. All right. I dream waveforms. I, I call it a Pro Tools tan, too. Sometimes I'll have waveforms show up on my on my cheek and my forearms because I'm in there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, now Allie knows she's not crazy, so we thank you for that, too, Dave. You're welcome. 
Okay, Grammy-nominated producer Dave Brainerd here on the Mulberry Lane Show, and the whole state of Nebraska will be rooting for him on February 8th, the 2015 Grammys. We'll be right back with host of the Travel Channel show, Expedition Unknown. It's Josh Gates. Stay tuned. And we were just talking about crazy women, so we had to play this Dave Brainerd production by Brandy Clark. Crazy. 